0: What Is It Now
1: Karen, episode 16. Hello and welcome back to the What Is It Now Karen podcast. My name's Beth and I'm with my friend Jo. We do a weekly-ish podcast talking about what's happening in the world of news, politics, social media, Facebook, see what the Karen's, the online Karen's have to say about it. Um, So we're on episode 16, we're having a wee drink tonight, we're both on holidays (laughs) We're on a lot of these <laughs> holidays, <laughs> and I have a warm gin and tonic, which is a bit depressing. But Joseph's looks quite nice.
0: I've got a delicious cold gin and tonic with ice. Uh, yeah, I ice, not, I,
1: I like. was not prepared. I showed up to the podcast with water, and Joseph had other ideas.
0: A peer pressure Can you hear that ice, Bethany? Can you hear that ice? Well, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? has been a wee bit longer than usual between episodes. For some reason, we've just found ourselves, I think, both being completely knackered and uh, not having the, the wherewithal to do it. But now that we're both off and like energised and optimistic, we're mm-hmm. ready to lay down some cold hard facts.
1: <laughs> it's funny how doing nothing is so tiring.
0: <laughs> I know. Mama, Mama, was that? Inertia. That's inertia. You've got to like overcome your inertia. Yeah. So go active.
1: When I think of my life before the pandemic, you know, I used to work nine to five, go to the cinema, I used to do tap dancing, roller disco, go to the pub. How did it fit that? How did I fit it all in? I go to what the that.
0: Lots of varied extracurricular activities, <laughs> roller disco, tap dancing, pub and cinema. You were quite a big cinema goer, you know. You had one of these um, cine parts, cine cards.
1: Yeah, um, I love the, the thought now though of the cinema. It's strange, it's something that, you know, we went a couple of times a week to the cinema and now the thought of going to the cinema, like, is panic-inducing.
0: Well, even the thought when they do open of like having to sit there with a mask on for... Yeah. Two hours is just that I don't have to smell my own breath for that long. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if it works
1: like, So I don't know. Will they have? But then, how are you going to eat the popcorn?
0: Yeah, that. This is the thing. So surely, like, because you know, when you go to cinema world, it's like ten pounds for a pub, a tub of popcorn. So like, how how are they going to make their revenue back if people aren't allowed to buy snacks?
1: Yeah, and even though I'm a regular cinema goer, I go a couple times a week. I still have a full. Popcorn, nachos, sweets, every time.
0: <laughs> what are your outgoings at Sydney World? Oh my god.
1: Oh, well, I'll take my own oh, so-
0: oh, you take them in? Yeah. Do you take your own nachos
1: in? I will, you know, treat myself to nachos, but like sweets, popcorn, I'll take my own.
0: Can I just say the idea of, of, of cinema nachos makes me feel physically sick? Like they're not like just put cheese sauce out of like a pump, like a ketchup pump <laughs> on it.
1: No, it's like a little um tub. It depends where you go. The one that I go to, the cheese sauce, is like a kind of nuclear orange, like radioactive <laughs> kind of orange colour in a tub. Oh,
0: disgusting. it's always a
1: good idea at the time. And then when you get them, they never really they're not as good as what you think they're gonna be.
0: That I'm quite funny about cheese. Like I don't like I do like cheese, but like that kind of thing makes me feel sick. Like that uh, and and like things like cheese in a can and like cheese strings and daily triangles and all this kind of stuff that just makes me feel ill.
1: I know what you mean. I sometimes feel that about like burger cheese. You know, like the cheese.
0: Oh slices. god! I... You know, you you're, they're not called cheese slices. They're just called like ten singles. <laughs> on on the packaging because they don't have enough cheese in them or enough milk or whatever in them to be called cheese. (laughs) I'm really, I'm glad of this annual leave because I I do feel very tired and I feel like I'm getting really old looking. Um, And I mean, I'm only 25, but we were just, before we started recording, we were just talking about that, like how, you know, we both noticed like wrinkles and lines starting to appear like i i feel like i have these lines around my, the side of my face now like the side of my mouth like as if my cheeks are about to start sagging like not not lines because everyone's got like lines here but i mean like actual wrinkles on here like around the side of my face disgusting well not disgusting no no harm <laughs> to you if you've got wrinkles but you know what i mean I, i'm not ready for this The time i'm going gray
1: yeah well i've told you about my um Kind of malin streak at the front of my hair, which is just like
0: a grey patch. But that sounds kind of sexy, like a wee streak of grey. I've just got like I've seen this to someone. I feel like I'm wearing one of those tinsel wigs because like when I do <laughs> this with my hair, every like fifth hair is grey. You can't really see it on this camera, and so.
1: that's like but mine. I, that's my little patch at the front, it's like wiry, and like sticks okay. out above my own like normal
0: hair. Do you know? I think that's so sad though? like that. Like those cells in our heads have just decided, nah, we're not doing it anymore, we're not making any more pigment, we're giving up.
1: Is that what happens?
0: This is the start of it, this is the beginning of the end. From now on, our bodies are going to actively try to kill us. (laughs) That's (laughs) it.
1: God. I wonder if this year has like prematurely aged people. Like, would we have if we were living our lives? In this whole situation never happened. Situation in COVID never happened. Lockdowns, etc. Under, you know, would I have had those grey hairs? Would you have had those smile, brown, what are they called? Smile lines?
0: I don't know. I feel like I definitely wouldn't have had the grey hairs. I I, I do think that is work. And just, I never used to have that many. I had a couple at uni. Like the odd wiry one you would pull out. But now it's like streaks and streaks and streaks. It's just it's just a bit depressing isn't it anyway I think um, if this whole situation hadn't happened we'd all be out and about and too active and too happy and too they busy to or, or even care because yeah. now we spend so much time inside I don't know sometimes I, I take my mask off at work and I'm like I don't even recognise that person in the mirror like who is that <laughs> and they've got know. like dark circle, circles around their eyes and grey hair and wrinkles around their face anyway a moment's silence for my youth The, the listener that we described as a pre-Tory reached out to me and then um, said that they were absolutely furious that they'd been labelled as such. So apologies mm-hmm. to them.
1: Yeah, we don't, want to be, we don't have enough listeners to offend them, so sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then we were talking about... Somebody else got in touch as well. You know how we were talking about me driving, like starting to learn to drive and like mm-hmm. driving to work? So someone uh, messaged in and said... Who the F decides a good way to learn to drive is to drive home to the West End in the dark. I wish I'd been a fly on the wall in that car. I I probably wouldn't have seen anything anyway because your lights weren't on. (laughs) (laughs) Savage, but thanks.
1: Yeah. I have um, a submission here from a listener who sent in a story about a Chinese restaurant owner hitting back. So I think this um, restaurant owner was just fed up of all the bad reviews that they were getting and decided to hit back. So we have one here. This review says the chicken wings were not cooked properly and expensive for what was included. And this owner replied, Hi, Joanne, please get in touch so we can arrange for you to come in and show us how to cook chicken wings properly. (laughs) Someone else has left a two star review and the angry restaurant owner has replied. Thank you, Tina. Let me guess too much food, too hot, too tasty, delivered too quickly. (laughs) (laughs) And we have one here as well. So Dan has left a one star review and the angry owner has replied. What sort of idiot orders salt and pepper chicken and then complains it has salt in it? <laughs> Fair You're enough. I'm... In business somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, clearly when when Karen meets Karen.
0: <laughs> when Karen meets what happens? That an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Yeah. I was like, people that leave reviews like see if it's not one star or five stars like they've clearly thought about it do you know what I mean like if you leave two or three stars you've like weighed up in your mind what was good and what was bad so I would trust a four star review more than a five star review to be honest
1: Mm, that's a good point yeah
0: because some people just smash on five stars food was lovely or like one star you know the waiter smelled like farts and my food was cold like that kind of thing (laughs) It has to be really bad, bad, bad to leave a one-star review.
1: Yeah. And when you have that many bad reviews, is it, you know, maybe the food is just bad, though?
0: <laughs> but also, to have, the like, goal to come out and you can see why, like, it's the guy's business, but also, like, that is just, like, not going to help. Like, no one's going to read that and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to order from there because, you know, the guy's obviously, like, un- unhinged.
1: <laughs> yeah. So thanks to the listener for um, sending that one in. Do you think
0: leaving reviews is like a form of like negative reviews? Like kind of like cyberbullying?
1: A little bit. I think um, we've kind of briefly spoken about reviews before. I'm not a, I don't leave reviews ever. I think a couple of times, but only if it's been like exceptional service. You know, they've gone above and beyond and gave me a foot massage while I was eating my dinner. Like, <laughs> I just can't be bothered.
0: Um, actually that point about cyberbullying brings me on to something um, a little birdie told me that, um, that you once engaged in cyberbullying Bethany
1: I'm nervous about this, go on
0: <laughs> did you once make a Facebook page called I brush my hair just kidding, I'm Katie something from the X-Factor
1: <laughs> oh my god I forgot about that <laughs> So this would have been, I've totally forgotten about that. That has just like sparked a memory that I didn't <laughs> know was there. Flashback. Flashback. So this was the, the girl on X Factor. Oh god, I feel really bad now. What <laughs> was her name? Katie. Katie
0: Weasel. Weasel?
1: It might be Katie Weasel. And it was in that era of do you remember people would just, it would be almost like you'd put a joke but it would be like a Facebook page but you would like the joke. Do you remember that sort of Yeah thing? yeah
0: yeah, yeah. It I not
1: like a I didn't make like this hate group absolutely no <laughs> but it still wasn't very nice clearly but it was almost like you made like a status but it was like a group and people would like it.
0: Katie Wessel Vessel? I don't know she was she finished seventh in the seventh series of The X Factor.
1: What year was that?
0: 2010, uh, 11? 2010. And then she also got a wee gig on Celebrity Big Brother.
1: Well, I'm glad that my Facebook page didn't slight her reputation.
0: <laughs> maybe it propelled her to fame. How many likes did your page get, do you know?
1: Well, I'd, I think hard, I think probably within her like, circle of friends and maybe slightly beyond, but it never didn't go viral.
0: I searched it on um, Facebook just now. Oh God! Was it I brush or I comb?
1: Um, I can't remember. I probably brush.
0: Nah, it's not there. They probably take out all these, take down all these um, inactive groups. Don't they?
1: Yeah, it wasn't a group. It was like a... <laughs> I did not create this hate group,
0: <laughs> Anthony. It was a Katie Vassal hate militia. Okay, not, do
1: not get confused. It was like. I can't describe it, but Facebook was very different in 2010. And it was like, it was almost, think of it as more like a status and people liked it.
0: I know what you mean. Like people would make Facebook pages, but like in the title of the page would be something like that awkward moment when something, 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 yeah. and you would like it because it's like a joke. Yeah, uh-huh. I know what you
1: mean. yeah you've uncovered a, a memory that I didn't know existed. And now I feel very bad and I'll probably think about this and I'll have sleepless nights over it. So thank you.
0: I'm sure Katie Vassar didn't even see it.
1: But that's not the point. I think it's very... I guess that's what a lot of trolls think, though, is that they put this kind of stuff out there and they don't think that the person is ever going to read it.
0: Bethany's past exposed. Secrets of an undercover troll. (laughs) That's going to be the episode title. Secrets of an undercover troll.
1: Who told you that?
0: An anonymous source. I can't name your sources in journalism. Did you make any other
1: Facebook groups? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I might have, if you could remind me, I clearly can't remember.
0: Yeah, interesting, a little glimpse into Bethany's uh, psyche. Did you ever cyberbully anybody else?
1: Not to my knowledge. (laughs) Right,
0: what have you got for us?
1: Okay, so we've got a new story here about a girl on TikTok. So she just shared quite an innocent, I think, TikTok about her lockdown weight gain, which I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, So it was quite an innocent, in my opinion, video. And it turns out she was actually getting death threats over this TikTok. I'm not laughing at the death threats. I'm just, you know, laughing at the, the lunacy of getting death threats over a TikTok video. But our Karen of the week this week is someone who has been relentlessly commenting on this article about this girl on TikTok. So you know,
0: so what was it? What was the TikTok? Briefly, she what showed her a before and a after or something.
1: Yeah, so she showed a picture of her, I think January twenty twenty, and what she looked now. What she looked like now. With her kind of lockdown weight gain. I don't actually know if he's a man or a woman or who identifies as. But I'm going to put my neck on the line here and say that this is a man. I don't know, but I'm just confident and put my neck on the line and say that this is a man that's commenting this. We don't have enough time to go through all of his comments because he's been relentlessly commenting on this news article about this girl getting death threats for her TikTok Article is, No way woman gets death threats after proudly showing off her lockdown weight gain. This person's commented. All this millennial claptrap about be who you are, born this way, fit at any size, is why Western women are so unhappy. You've got nothing to strive for. All your songs, films, TV programmes and social media seeking virtue Send you down a path of least persistence Towards a familyless middle age Of Merlot-mired mediocrity And with a cacophony of cats (laughs) (laughs) Now go out and do some good with your life Instead of getting indignant Because someone didn't quote Lady Gaga lyrics at you For a Facebook heart She looks terrible with the weight Get rid of it Anyone telling you otherwise Just virtue signalling Also, if you live your life on Snapchat, don't be surprised if some nutjob sends you nasty words. And that is just like a a small clip. You know, it goes on and on and on. I also like that the Lady Gaga lyrics was his only kind of up-to-date pop culture reference.
0: I know that to me shows that it's somebody over the age of like 40 at least. Yeah. Because like they've just picked like a pop star.
1: And it's a TikTok video, and he's going on about Snapchat. So we can kind of safely assume this is probably an older man.
0: Uh, so I mean, interesting point there. I mean, I don't agree that I don't agree with this thing about um, you've got nothing to strive for and like the like being like like the body positivity messages are the reason why women are unhappy. I think it's probably the other way around that like you know the reason for like your body. Image problems as um is is like the opposite, like you know the magazines with the, like this skinny models on the cover. But I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to say I'm going to say that I think there's a really fine line between body positivity and you know actively p- promoting a an unhealthy lifestyle. Do you know what I mean?
1: Um. I don't know because I don't think it's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle by just existing you know for example in that video she's just saying like you know this is my like it's a very TikTok is like a very short video clip and she's just saying you know a lot of people have put on weight in lockdown for whatever reason some people have lost weight some have gained weight stress you know we're in a global pandemic etc cetera, etc cetera. I don't think by existing, and I don't even, not talking about this woman specifically because I don't know if she's overweight, but I don't know if just existing as an overweight person is promoting obesity.
0: <laughs> I've
1: not that at all.
0: Right. <laughs> To make like a video of you being overweight and like put it up in like a kind of celebratory tone or like mood is, could be misconstrued by some people like, particularly in a pandemic where, you know, some one of the biggest risk factors is you're you're being overweight and things like okay people may still go home and like that's fine i understand that people put on weight for lots of reasons but you know as a nation we're all you know as a nation we're too fat
1: we are and i think separate to that i think though that the part of the reasons that we're too fat is because we have this awful relationship with food and body image
0: but as a way forward then to celebrate being big Like, this is where I sound like, you know, like a a Katie Hopkins character because, like, sincerely, like, I've got, I I think it's important that people, you know, feel comfortable in their own skin and don't feel pressured to look, you know, like an impossibly, like an unrealistic, to have an unrealistic standard of what they should look like. But simultaneously, I don't think that people should settle for being overweight, if you understand
1: what I mean. I don't. I still don't, if you look at fashion magazines, if you look on all the who's popular on social media, it's still this kind of largely, you know, traditionally perfect body. But if you look, if you're just talking there about, you know, that we have this massive problem with obesity, that's through years of promoting this kind of skinny, perfect body. So clearly that's not working. So... I don't think by just showing that there are other body types is necessarily promoting it. I don't know anyone that wants to be obese or would want to be unhealthy. But it's just you can look at something and see yourself in it rather than seeing this kind of unattainable photoshopped image.
0: No, you make you make it, you make a good point there. Actually, like yeah, you people have had this image voisted upon them of like you know muscles and being skinny and it's not made a difference so i suppose a few videos of overweight people also wouldn't make a difference that's quite a good point yeah never thought of it that way maybe that's the main message of it isn't it is like being at peace with yourself like yeah. in the way you look you know what i mean like rather than being rather than rather than the size that the person is like the the feeling it's the feeling that they have towards themselves
1: I think a lot of people are, and I'm just speaking, you know, anecdotally through people I know and things I've read, I think a lot of people are overweight because they are just so cripplingly unhappy with how they look and that then, you know, feeds into this horrible cycle of feeling, and you know, eating because you're just so depressed by how you look. And I think it's easy for someone to say, well, just stop eating, move a bit more, a la Katie Hopkins. But it's really, really not that simple. You know, look at all the, the women who are in diet clubs their whole life. They're looking at pictures of skinny women and told about calories and this and that, but they're, they're the same weight their whole life. Something's clearly not working, so I don't think that showing a picture of someone who's over a size 10 is going to promote LBC.
0: To be devil's advocate again, like if you're going to, you know, remove fast food adverts, junk food adverts, and put in a sugar tax and all this kind of thing. Like, surely the same narrative follows that you, you want to promote a healthy lifestyle and a healthy idea of, you know, diet and exercise and, and everything. And, of course, po- body positivity comes into that because that feeds into your mental health, which ultimately affects your physical health. But I just... I. I I'm I'm finding it difficult to phrase what I'm trying what, what i what I think, which is essentially just that there, as I said at the start, there's a really fine line between like being body positive and like not glorifying. That's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Like accepting like obesity or something as like a standard. Because I've watched the TikTok and like that she is she probably would be classified as obese mm. looking at her frame and and how much weight she's put on. So. And although that's fine because it's been a hard year and she's trying to put other people at ease, like, don't worry. Like, I just think it's like, I think, it, I think maybe what I'm trying to say is it leads to kind of complacency and people say, oh, well, ultimately it's just like storing up problems for yourself health-wise later in life. But, I mean, that's, I'm just, I, I, I although I, I am not on this weird old middle-aged guy, Karen's side, <laughs> I I can like, I can see both sides of the coin, like I know that it's, you know, we know it's really bad for you to be overweight, and but we also know that it's really bad for your mental health to, to put pressure on people about a certain body image, so it is this really, really fine line that we, you just have to kind of pick your way through. I don't know, it's just...
1: But really what Joseph is saying is that it's all millennial claptrap, and this is why Western women are so unhappy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Flap trap. By the way, so I actually thinking about that word, I would put this guy's age at over sixty now. Mm. Say, can I, what we say this every week? Sentence structure.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. lovely.
0: I was going to say like as much as it's not good to glorify bigger bodies like i think it's also quite harmful when you see people on instagram who you know have this like vociferously healthy lifestyle and like you know that they they have like their protein oats in the morning and then they have like they they put up pictures of all their meal prep and all this kind of stuff i think that's way too hardcore as well and that also is really damaging for people yeah but um, what i
1: eat in a day videos which is like a thousand calories yeah which it's is a bit survival on
0: yeah and it or like you know other workout routines or like they take you know heavily filtered and posed and like flexed pictures like just after they've worked out so that it looks like they're having a completely different physique that's also really harmful and that's also quite damaging but as <gasps> with everything in life everything in moderation do you know what i mean
1: yeah as someone who grew up reading magazines where there was pages and pages of like celebrities coming out of taxis where they had the tiniest amount of cellulite on their leg and it would be like a big red circle, you know, <laughs> arrow pointing to it. Like cellulite. <clears throat>
0: oh my god, Doc Cotton's dropped us. I know, I don't know. But
1: <clears throat> don't. I'm panicking. I'm very health conscious at the moment. <clears throat>
0: it's just phlegm, I think it's just your gin and tonic controlling <clears throat> <throat> at the back of your throat.
1: Yeah, growing up reading those kind of magazines in the early to late noughties where, you know, well before the body positivity train emerged from the station, like, it was very bad. There was no diversity. It was all very, very thin. And this was before as well, because how mad is this that you can... Body image is, like, trends. So growing up... It was very, like, you wanted to be very, very, very thin. But and now no. it's all
0: about, like, big boobs, big butt, very tiny thin. waist, big hips,
1: yeah, big lips. So just even when you see it like that, the fact that there are, like, trends when it comes to body image.
0: What you were saying there about, like, the magazines, how they used to, like, circle people's cellulite or, like, say, like, talk about their outfits and stuff. I just remember seeing a really, really funny one once, and it was about, yeah. <laughs> it was about... Ken Barlow from Cory or something, he was like 80 and he, somebody, they put like a picture, it was like, it was like in Daily Mail, like Ken Barlow shows off magnificent pins and, and salmon pink shorts and stuff in the summer. I was like, we are not honestly sitting here looking at an 80-year-old man's skinny legs, like come <laughs> on.
1: I see mostly every woman that I know, especially older women that I know, they're just on a diet permanently. You know, they're always I'm all i wanting to lose a stone. I want to lose weight. So and maybe they do need to lose a stone, but it's clearly whatever they're doing isn't working. And the way that we're promoting diet and promoting body image clearly isn't working. So I like, think we need to do try something new. I think if you're happy and comfortable in the way you look, it's easier to be healthy, it's easier to exercise. But I think we'll but somebody
0: just- somebody also once somebody also once told me that, you know, there has been a bit of a reset. Because so many people in this country are obese, I know exactly who told me. We, at uni, we had a tutorial from like a dietitian or a nutritionist or something like that. Somebody involved in like obesity and things. And essentially, what they had was they had fifteen or twenty photos of kids and young people, like big laminated photos. And they said, "Right, here's fifteen pictures. I want you to put them. Was it either in order of like?" underweight to overweight um, or put them in categories of like underweight, healthy, overweight and like they actually you know we kind of fussed and debated and divvied them all up and people were like oh this is a bit you know this isn't very PC and things but they were like you know well there are you know cutoffs for people who are underweight and there are cutoffs for people who are overweight and afterwards they looked at like how we'd sorted them out and they were like actually all these people that you've put in this kind of normal weight category. There are no underweight people here. And, and a lot of people we've put in the normal weight category, you are actually overweight. So essentially their point was that you know, there's so much obesity in the, in this country that there's almost been a cultural reset as to what is a normal body and what is overweight and what is obese. So I suppose from that perspective, you could say like, okay, this girl in the TikTok is really proud of her body. and She's shown it off, but ultimately... You know, people are like, oh, you know, that's a normal body. There's lots of people that look like that. But in reality, she's overweight. And although we've talk, talked about kind of the negative connotations of people trying to push like, you know, skinniness and health and uber, like diets and fasts, and that's all really bad for you as well. But there has to be like a, a point where you say that person's overweight and the, the, okay, they're happy in their body, but they're still overweight and they need to lose
1: weight. I, I think I get that. I get what you're saying. When you're not... When you're cripplingly unhappy with how you look, I think it's almost impossible to lose weight. People who are overweight know they're overweight. You know what you need to do to lose weight. But <laughs> if you're so cripplingly unhappy with how you look, it almost becomes then impossible. Because you're too embarrassed to go to the gym. You're too embarrassed. You physically cannot... You're, you've are you probably got to... Pre- you know, I think being happy with how you look will then coincide with then you being healthier and losing weight. Do you, know, do you know where I'm coming from?
0: No, I think I you know what you mean, yeah. If you can accept that you know how you look and you're happy with it and you're in a good I place now now generally
1: with it. But if you're not then cripplingly depressed and you're not disgusted by how you look. I'm not talking about even acceptance. I'm talking about like just basic not thinking that you are absolutely disgusting which so many women men who are overweight think so i don't think it's necessarily just as simple as saying you know i don't want to promote this and blah 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 but what's my point now? there's
0: got to be a point there's got to be a point that you break that cycle though when you say right okay although you are unhappy with the way you look like like something needs to happen when you do something
1: how do we do that then
0: I guess, I guess it's up to us to sit and flesh it out right now on Wink. Do you remember there used to be that guy on like Sky One, and he would just like go on about like the, these families of fatties and stuff and all this kind of. See that, like that we would never that, get away with
1: that now. That approach doesn't work. Shaming people into losing weight doesn't work.
0: No, well, that's what I want to make very clear. Although I've like sat here and and said that you know there's a fine line between body positivity and you know health. I also don't agree with fat shaming people that's not a a psychologically not a a way to make anybody like as with anything like shaming someone and embarrassing someone is not a way to get them on side and get them to feel good and you know feel positive about change like a program can you like a program like that would just not happen now no or even like jillian Jillian mckeith you already like that just wouldn't happen she used to do things like get like um like, gravestones made out of solid chocolate and stuff and put it in the person's, like, front garden. That's, like, some kind of weird, like, mafia threat, like, having a, a horse's head delivered to you.
1: Something tells me we're not going to solve this one on the podcast. So, fill in the blank. Here he is talking about... Oh, I can't... It, it, see if I see if you, I showed you the comments. It's very hard to put fill in the blank because they're very... <laughs>
0: no, we've got an idea of what he's like he's very uh, he's got a decent vocab well quote unquote decent vocab on it. so hit me with it I'll give him my best shot
1: the sentences are very long so I can't do a short one <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> fill in the multiple blanks
1: in a the underachievers who are all too willing to quote piss poor lyrics from some poor millennial music melee all too l- <sighs> Right.
0: That I think it's the alliterations making a bit of tongue twister for you. In
1: among right, in among those underachievers now, all too willing to quote piss poor lyrics from some millennial music malay, all too readily reachable from the section of your blank marked just got dumped.
0: <laughs> the section of your blank marked what?
1: Just got dumped.
0: <laughs> section of your phone. No. Nope. Um, the section of your blank Mark just got dumped The section of your He's quite old fashioned isn't he So like The section of your record collection
1: No we're on the right line So the Millennials The underachieving millennials Who have a section marked on Spotify Bit older than Spotify
0: iTunes I don't know lines? I don't know myspace
1: the section of your ipod marked
0: <laughs> nobody has ipods anymore
1: that's what i'm saying is, is pop culture references are a bit out of date
0: it's all those pop culture references are like 10 years out of date so ipods i mean lady gaga's not out of date don't get me wrong she's she was like my number two artist last year on spotify but He's his Lady Gaga is probably like the kind of just dance and the poker face Lady Gaga whereas you know we're now on a, in a different era
1: we're a different genre of Lady Gaga now but he's on Lady Gaga of you know 10 years ago when you had her on your iPod
0: <laughs> iPod shuffle, oh yeah. my god remember the iPod shuffle? like it was just an MP3 player it didn't even have a screen
1: I know I had the iPod Classic the big thick one
0: Oh, that was for the the true music efficient I Add an iPod Touch. It was like a, oh, I had an
1: was iPod like, Touch
0: too. Revolutionary, it was like a games console and yeah. an iPod. And it had Wi-Fi, it was unbelievable.
1: So yeah, he thinks that just millennials sit and listen to their Just Got Dumped playlist on their iPod.
0: <laughs> that is so funny, he's got such a warped view of the youth.
1: And and of women as well, because we also kind of brushed over the fact that he is, um, you know, he thinks this new kind of body positive movement leads women towards a path of familyless middle age.
0: Oh yeah, we haven't really gone over his like his word yeah, choice
1: because obviously Merlot,
0: Merlot mired middle age. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody young drinks Merlot.
1: <laughs> and obviously being familyless is just the the worst thing that a woman can be in her middle age it's definitely
0: a man it's definitely a man oh
1: yeah absolutely Mind I say, sure i said at the start i don't yeah. know um but um you know i'll put my neck on the line and say that it's definitely a man
0: oh i feel like i feel like i do know i feel like i'm 100 sure
1: Only a <laughs> it's <man> a guy.
0: <laughs> definitely a guy <laughs>
1: I think we're usually very very aligned i feel like we may be slightly somewhere somewhat removed on this one but ultimately i think we both agree that this guy is an a-hole. Oh,
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> <Both agree. laughs> he's gone far too far he's got too much to say about stuff that is none of his business
1: uh, yeah but then so have we well yeah
0: <laughs> so um any plans for the for the listening of lockdown? What's your what's your landmarks and your milestones? What are you looking forward to?
1: At the moment, I'm kind of living genuinely like in the day. I'm trying not to kind of think too far ahead because it just is very stressful. And for <laughs> anyone who's in the same position, I would highly recommend the living a day at a time method. It sounds very um, severe, but it's actually not that bad. You just don't think too far in the future. So in answer to your question, not looking forward to a single thing other than what I'm doing tonight, which is watching telly.
0: <laughs> if you um, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you can like and subscribe, as always, as we always say. So we're um, on all the big, the major players, the big hitters, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, ACAST, I think that's it. Apple Podcast? Apple. Is that iTunes? Is that the same thing or is iTunes not called that anymore?
1: I think you're showing your age there.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
1: And okay. as always, if you want to get in touch, it's whatisitnowkaren at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram. okay. No, and we'll see you next week.
0: Yeah, next week or two weeks or 10 days or whenever we fancy it.
1: Okay, we'll see you in 10 days. <laughs> Bye. Ciao.
0: Oh God, we're doing a podcast.
1: Selling a little or a lot?